Before I start off today's episode, I just want to say rest in peace to the beautiful and inspirational B. Smith. What's up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with Ernest. Now, maybe you've noticed, but I'm telling you right now, there's been a slight name change to the podcast because motherfuckers is biting my style. Nah. <laughs> um, so, Upon this week, I was doing my usual thing, you know. I get in contact with this dude, or he re- he he, he uh, reached out, and he's basically he wants me to check out his podcast. Now I don't know because our conversation didn't span this long. I don't know if he knew about me doing this podcast and knew about this podcast particularly. But I listened to his podcast, and his podcast has the exact same name name as this podcast. The Let's Talk About It podcast. When I played, when I pressed played on, uh, because he shared one of his recent episodes or whatever, right? Um, When I pressed played on it, and I heard that, I was like, did he... This guy doesn't sound like me, but did he just share one of my episodes or something? (laughs) But then he said his name, which I won't repeat his name. Um, It begins with an R. Let's just say his name is uh, Robert. So Robert shared his podcast. He says, and his intro sounds kind of like mine too. Now the paranoia in my, y'all know how paranoid I can get, right? And how my mind could my mind can start racing and, and you know my mind plays tricks on me and shit like that shout out to uh ghetto boys rest in peace to bushwick bill um but basically he says welcome to the let's talk about it podcast with your host robert he didn't say robert but you know he said his name and it began with an r but you know he says that and then when i when i when I hit that, I clicked off. Now, you can call me a hater. You can say, oh, you, you ain't really support the man's problem. I clicked off. I clicked off to tell him. And my message was, and I wish I could read it verbatim for y'all. Uh, I could, but I'm not. But I, it was something to the effect of, um, hey, just listen to your podcast. Uh, fi- well, this is what I said. Hey, finally uh, got around to listening to your podcast and um, we have the same name ha 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 and then laughing face emojis I put like five six of those laughing face emojis <laughs> here's the responses word <laughs> and my response is yeah ha 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 laughing face emojis blah 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 that was the end of the conversation and by the way his podcast is also a podcast that talks about various topics just like how my podcast talks about various topics that was that I decided to add the with earnest part because this isn't the first time I saw somebody with the podcast name 
Let's Talk About It podcast, or at least with Let's Talk About It. There's a podcast named Let's Talk. There's Let's Talk About It. There's Let's Talk About It podcast. There's Let's Talk About It podcast with this person. There's Let's Talk About It the podcast. (laughs) I've seen many different variations of what you see here and what you listen to on a weekly basis if you do listen to this podcast on a weekly or maybe daily basis, right? I especially appreciate those who listen to this daily. So, I didn't want to change my name because Robert and other people, let's just say, came up with the same name that I did. Now, if you're probably wondering, well, why did you name your podcast and let's talk about the podcast? Well, I'm going to tell you this. Story time. So, as many of you may know, I started this podcast two years ago. 2000 and, well, three years ago now. 2017. Right? Um, Or maybe like 18. I believe it's 17, 18-ish. Right? Um, And... That was the title that came to mind. Let's talk about it podcast. Because before I started doing this podcast in particular, when I would share my thoughts online, and you people who've been following me on Twitter uh, and social media in general can attest to this. I would use the hashtag at the end of like my rants or the end of my opinion with hashtag let's talk about it. So... I thought, and this is when I first was thinking about doing this podcast. Remember, when I mentioned about when I first did this podcast before. This is getting cold in this room, so you might hear the heater on. You might not. I'll have the music playing in the background, but it's getting cold in here. But anyways, when I first started doing the podcast, once again, it was on SoundCloud only. It wasn't on the different avenues. It wasn't on whatever you're listening to this. Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Stitcher. Um, wherever you listen to this podcast, it wasn't on that avenue at first. I want to say within the first few months of doing this podcast. <clears throat> oh yeah, and those episodes are lost. Like you'll never get those episodes out. They're they're straight up lost. I deleted my SoundCloud account. Um, afterward, those episodes are gone. Uh, so yeah, that's that. But. Um, I the within the first few months of doing the Let's Talk About It podcast, they were on SoundCloud. So I've always had that name. Now it didn't dawn on me that other people had their name or had a similar name <clears throat> until I got on Anchor, until I got on these other avenues to where I would search up my own podcast name. And I will type it in and then I will see a handful, just about a handful, not a lot, but a handful of other podcasts with the same name or variations of it. Like I said, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The podcast. Let's talk about a podcast with so-and-so. Let's talk about, you know, you know, things like that. Or let's talk. Just, just let's talk. So. That was the first time it dawned on me that, oh shit, other people got the name. 
But I didn't think about changing my name because one, I didn't have a new name. I didn't have an idea for a name change. And I didn't want to, honestly, to be honest with y'all. I was like, you know what? This is the name I came up with. I didn't copy you motherfuckers. And a lot of those channels, because I did check out a lot of those channels. A lot of them were fucking dead channels. Meaning that there were people who started doing podcasting and then they stopped. Or <laughs> for some reason, they didn't have, they had, they had no episodes on there. I kid you not. They had a name. They had a logo. No episodes. They had a name, they had a logo, two, three episodes, and hadn't uploaded a new episode, and their last episode was three, four months ago. Not now, I'm talking about from when I first checked them out, back in 2018, I believe this is the case now, 17 or 18, so years ago though, still, this wasn't some last year type of realization that I came up with the realization last year. Now, last year, somebody did t- reach out to me on Twitter and said, I tried looking for your podcast um, on, I believe it was Stitcher. And um, they couldn't find it because they mentioned that there's a bunch of podcasts with the name Let's Talk About It. And then there's v- the variations like Let's Talk About It, Let's Talk About It podcast, Let's Talk About It, the podcast, and all that other stuff, right? So I had to share my link to them and say, this is this is my podcast. Don't go subscribe or listen to those other motherfuckers. This is where you want to look. This is the real Let's Talk About It podcast, you know? So I had to do that. So long story short, I'm like, shit, if someone could reach out to me and say, hey, and this person, he... he seems like a nice dude good dude i'm not trying to trash him and say he was bite my style because he got the same name and his podcast talks about various topics now i didn't listen long enough to see if he thought the same way i did or the various topics because when you say various topics varying topics could be anything it, can, it doesn't just have to be politics or whatever the case may be various topics could be about the environment Various topics could be about clothes. Various topics could be about jewelry or other material things or whatever the case may be, you know? So I didn't really listen to what he talked about on his Let's Talk About It podcast, but um, just just to stop the confusion with people, if people are searching me on these other avenues... And honestly, if that if I'm going to get the SEO, <laughs> um, you know, I decided to put the with earnest. Now, if there's some other schmuck, yeah, that's right, some other schmuck out there come out with a podcast and he wants to title it, let's talk about a podcast with earnest, but he spells his way earnest, the E A R, you know, the wrong way to spell earnest. Or this schmuck spells it the way that I do. I'm going to feel a way, yes. But I do have one. And I won't say this name out loud because I don't want some schmuckles (laughs) trying to take this name. If I do end up changing the name again. Uh, it would not be uh, 
it will be a name you've heard me say on this podcast that I called myself, really. Um, <clears throat> that's the only hint I'm giving you. So if you're a fan of this podcast and you've heard me call myself or refer to myself as this before, that will be the name or likely be the name of this podcast. Not saying I'm going to change it now, next year, next month. I'm saying if push comes to shove. And I feel as though, okay, you know what? Maybe I have to think of a different name because all these mother lovers and schmucks and lint lickers um, out here are still in my name. You know what I'm saying? And again, I don't want to seem like Mr. Arrogant, like I was the first person to break up the name because upon my research years ago, I did find out that these podcasts were already existing. Not to my knowledge, though. See, the only knowledgeable podcast at the time when I was starting doing podcasts that I listened to or I knew existed were the, the Joe Budden podcast, which ironically went through a name change as well. It wasn't always called the Joe Budden podcast for those who are fans or, you know, who didn't know, right? Joe Budden's podcast went through a name change as well, right? It wasn't always called the Joe Budden podcast, but the Joe Budden podcast, the Joe Rogan experience... Uh, and is the mic still on dead in uh you know just dead in podcasts uh dead in sports and and uh 12 kyle podcasts that dead in family those were the only podcasts when i first started doing podcasts the ones i was vibing with right and fucking with and aware of basically I didn't know about the Let's Talk It because had I know, obviously, let, let y'all know me. Y'all know I'm an original. I'm someone who doesn't really like to follow the path. Had I known somebody else was already already took the name Let's Talk About It podcast, I would have thought of a different name. Simple as that. It would have been harder because that was the only name that I had for this podcast. But I would have came up with a different name because it's something I want to do. This podcasting thing is something I want to do, something I like doing. So if I really wanted it, I would have thought of a different name. I just thought I was being Mr. Creative, as I always think I am doing when I do stuff that's creative. And I was like, yeah, that's going to be the name. And like I said, I gave you the backstory of why I, I, I titled it. I titled it the Let's Talk About It podcast because at the end of my rants and opinions or whatever, I would hashtag it, let's talk about it. So it's no stranger. That saying is no stranger to me. I'm not saying I coined the phrase. I coined the saying, but I definitely feel as though I made it more, I introduced it to, you know, people's vernacular a lot you know uh, especially once I once this podcast got older um, I started seeing people not only use the hashtag but just use let's talk about it and in their everyday vernacular online and it was like well and and offline as well uh, and I'm like well no one was saying this before I said it. I'm not saying I'm the biggest shit <clears throat> whatever the case may be um but I keep I need some water <laughs> uh, but 
with that being said, that that's why you see the slight change. Let's talk about a podcast with Ernest. Now, again, if I feel like there's a dire need of me changing it because the reason why this podcast isn't blown up as much as I wanted to or whatever the case may be, <clears throat> it's because there are so many other podcasts with the same name and people are getting confused for some reason. And they are tuning into those other podcasts thinking that it is me, even though I'm pretty sure those people are saying their name in the podcast. In fact, one of the people who have a podcast of Let's Talk About a Podcast, two actually, not just one, two of them are women. Now, I don't care how pretty you think I am, I certainly do not sound like a woman. Or at least I hope I don't <laughs> to y'all. But two of them are women. I didn't check out their podcast, but one of them had Let's Talk About a Podcast with, and it was a woman's name. The other one had Let's Talk About a Podcast. And her thumbnails and her, her uh, everything had her face in it, right? Her profile picture, her face, everything. Shout out to that sister, right? But if you're tuning into the other Let's Talk About It podcast out there, thinking that it is me, and you like them, stay stay subscribed to those podcasts. Just don't unsubscribe to this one because I'm uh, I'm not gonna like that. But. <laughs> You know, listen to as many podcasts as you want. If they all happen to be the Let's Talk About It podcast, the Let's Do, Let's, 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 and they all start with Let's, that's fine. Listen to whatever you want to listen to. I just want to do whatever I can to make sure that um, not everybody is confused with what's going on. Now, I could have done more research on my part. I could have easily just... Before naming the podcast, I could have easily just looked up these other podcasts and, you know, tried to see if anybody had the same name. So I'm not out here, you know, um, copying somebody or it doesn't look like I'm out here. It doesn't look like I'm out here copying other people's names. Right. Because, again, Y'all know me. Y'all know that's not something that I vibe with. That's not something I would do, right? Intentionally, of of course. That's not something I would do intentionally. Um, you know, I don't, I don't. That, that that's that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know about the whole slight name change. Uh, you know, it's already there. All the other avenues you're listening to this podcast, you can listen to this podcast, should have the name change. Um, nothing else is going to change. Now, possibly, like I said, I am open to change, but I don't see anything changing as of topic-wise. Or I mentioned last week about the length change. And again, I do uh, see myself... Uh, wanting to make shorter episodes to make more space for ad revenue if I'm going to do the longer episodes and that's not going to change but if I got a longer episode I got a longer episode if I have one ad per these long ass episodes that's that's just what it is for me you know uh you know I'm not too hell-bent on ad placement on this podcast it's it's wanted but it's not needed 
Uh, you know, and that's the case right there. Now, as far as my, my two cents podcast, my other podcast, um, I'm not changing that name at all. Uh, for the simple fact of the matter is when I did do search up, when I did do search up, it's morning time, people. I'm blaming it on the morning as usual. But <clears throat> when I did search up this I was like, oh shit, so let me search up for the My Two Cents podcast. And luckily, I only saw about two other people with the name, and those channels are dead as fuck. Dead as fuck, but they was dead as fuck. Um, Also, those channels did not start before I started the My Two Cents podcast. So, I think they saw what I was doing, or again, I'm not accusing people of Jock and Jay-Z over here, but... um, Maybe because we, we people do have similar mindsets and ideas do come to people's heads a lot, you know? I'm pretty sure the first person who invented the potato chip was the first person who, and it was on accident, but, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure he was the first individual that did it on accident and decided to run with it. But I'm pretty, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm not saying I'm pretty sure, but I'm guessing there was actually somebody who intentionally was thinking about inventing potato chips you know they just so happened not to it just it just didn't happen for them they weren't the first ones to do it now you got all these potato chip companies out there you got all these podcast av- uh, avenues out there you got all these clothing brands and you know what i'm saying so ideas don't just happen to one individual you know you might have a sneaker idea that doesn't mean nike adidas or reebok don't have sneaker ideas either you might have an idea for like i said how to jazz up some chips that doesn't mean your the way you make chips isn't the only way that uh you're you're the only person in the world that's thinking hmm i i want to make chips this way I want to make podcasts this way. I want to make this app or this avenue where people can listen to podcasts. So, I think that, you know, it's a valuable lesson people should learn. Uh, Don't get too offended by these things and and just do you. You know, no matter how many Let's Talk About It podcasts, they're all out there. I feel as though mine is the best because none of them could do what I do. I'm me. There's something I'm, and there's probably spe- something special about their podcast as well. The guy uh, Robert, who shared, uh, I would say that his voice compared to mine is probably more soothing. So that's probably something more special about his podcast compared to mine. Is his voice is more soothing. <laughs> um, but as far as length go, once again, these are other people. And this is the conversation I had with uh, uh, somebody a couple weeks ago. And I talked about it on the, the here. Um, a lot of these people make podcast episodes and the podcast episodes aren't long. Now, again, I'm not a stickler for making hour long episodes or so. Right. I'm more um, quality over quantity. And that's the thing about my podcast is I want people to, I don't want people to listen to them because they're long. 
Um, because if they're long and boring to you, it don't matter how if they're 10 minutes or an, an hour, the shit's still going to be boring. And I don't want that. Now, if you feel that way, that's cool. And you're still listening. I don't know why you're still listening. Um, but my aim isn't to go as long as possible. All I'm saying is. People tend to listen to podcasts. Want, people tend to want to listen to podcasts for longer than maybe 45 minutes. And if your podcast episode is the length of a TV show or even shorter, uh, again, depending on how often you uh, upload, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that. You know, if you already do that, because there's a ton of podcast episodes, actually, it's a ton of podcasts, I should say, that I listen to, <clears throat> and they don't go the full hour amount, and I absolutely love them. Shout out to Creatively Exposed, shout out to Jerome Shaw with the Open Palm podcast, um, shout out to the frames per second podcast on the dead end network these are some of the episodes that don't necessarily go an hour long and they're still enjoyable to listen to on a weekly basis so i'm not saying you have to go as long as me to entertain people all i'm saying is a lot of my differences with with other podcasters it's not only just the things that I say the way I think and this that and the third it's the length aspect as well not saying my shows are better because they're longer alright it's subjective at the end of the day but as far as I'm going to wrap this this topic up and get into the rest of the topics Um, you know slight name change that's that um if there is a brand new name change, you will see it, and I will discuss, uh, I will talk about it, but as far as it's going now, this is going to be the name. Let's talk about a podcast with Ernest. Simple as that. Um, yeah, if you want to share your thoughts on it, you could feel free to share your thoughts on it, alright? If not, continue listening, continue supporting, Now I appreciate it either way to the next topic alright on to the first official topic I guess we're going to talk about prisoner firefighters now this was something that was new to me but I'm glad I stumbled upon this because I feel as though this is news that needs to be talked about um and if it wasn't for me hearing somebody else from a non-traditional mainstream media avenue discuss this, I would have no, had no idea about the use of prisoners to fight fires, especially out in California with all the wildfires that's been going on. Right. Um, so for those who need some background on it, basically the California Correctional uh, let me get it right. Let me get it right. You know, let's get professional up in this bitch. So the CDCR, the corrections, the California Department of Corrections 
and rehabilitation. Basically, a prison in California. The the prison complex in California. Um, they pay two they pay inmates two dollars an hour and one dollar an additional one dollar an hour when fighting an active fire. So this is part of their inmates uh volunteer and firefighting pro firefighting program. Um I didn't know that this was actually this program actually started um in World War Two during War World War Two. Um I'm sitting here upon when I first heard about this situation, I'm like, alright, so they this is even furthering this is furthering the, the argument that these prisons are slaves. Um, and this is modern day slavery. Um, and I still believe that. And I'm going to share my thoughts, of course, about this shit situation over here. Um, but this is something, like I said, I feel as though it's important to me um, because I feel strongly about the prison industrial complex. Uh I have many thoughts and, and, and gripes with how prison is is uh, treated, specifically here in the United States. I don't know how prisons, you hear stories about prisons in other countries, um, but that is up to those people to uh, change those that system if they are not satisfied with the their prison industrial complex. Um, as I am not, in, uh, uh, as I am doing here in America, because I'm not satisfied with it. People can look at this as some noble act. California being one of the liberal states that takes pride in, we're so liberal, we're so, and they're doing some bullshit like this. This is slavery, people. I don't give a fuck what you say. This is slavery. Um, you know, I've been trying to, upon doing this research, because I still have my laptop open, I've been trying to find out, can these uh, prisoners who are volunteer firefighters, get who get paid, let's just average it about $3 an hour. Um, that's, that's far less than what actual firefighters make. To be real, y'all. How I know because I wanted to be a firefighter when I was a child, and as a preteen as well, I had it made in my mind that I wanted to be a firefighter. Now I didn't, obviously, because well, you know, life changes, and my parents. Every every a lot of occupations I want to do, they shut that shit down. Love them to death, but you know, you know how parents are. They 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 were worried about my safety, which I get it. I understand at the end of the day, but what upon my research, I did not find anything that implicated that these prisoners would be able to be actual firefighters because. If that doesn't, if you're going to use these people while they're locked up. Now, I did see somewhere Arizona is is uh, making their, these volunteer firefighters, 
Arizona is, um, you know, if these uh, firefighters do the job successfully, this, that, and the third, um, prisoner firefighters do the job successfully, they are eligible for early release. Okay? Are they not only just eligible for early release, and by the way, this is, not anyone could get this position, not any prisoner, I should say could get this position. It's only for non-violent drug offenders. Non-violent drug offenders. So there are no rapists. There are no murderers. There are no thieves. I, I think. Which is odd because. What the fuck a thief going to do? Steal the fire? They going to steal the thunder from the firefighters? I may be wrong about the thievery part. But I do know for a fact that. The only prisoners who are eligible to be prisoner firefighters are non are nonviolent drug offenders. So people who had a fucking gram of weed on them and they got sent to prison because they couldn't afford the bail. People who had drugs or drug dealers but had drugs on them but no guns and Non-violent drug offenders, all right? If you want a definition of what non-violent drug offenders are, Google it, all right? Now, as far as, again, my thoughts on this situation, because I am reporting the news and sharing my thoughts, um, like I said before, this shit is still slavery, and I still don't vibe with this shit at all. These men are putting their life on the line. And I don't see, and I'm saying men because I don't see women um, prisoners doing this. Literally, I don't see women prisoners doing this. I'm not saying that figuratively. Like, I don't see a woman stepping up and saying she want to fight a fire. I'm not, no, because there are plenty of uh, women firefighters out there in the world um, and in the United States. But I'm saying when I look at all these pictures, all the documents I'm looking at right now, the articles I got clicked on right now between the states of Arizona and California, it's men. There's, there is one group, and if I do have to share some one great news about this, out in New Mexico, there are former inmate firefighters who were released um, and they started their own basically firefighting um, and fire prevention program. And I think that's dope. Shout out to those gentlemen down there in New Mexico. I'm not saying nothing good can come from this idea. But it's bullshit. It's bullshit the amount these men are getting to risk their life. Now people can say, well, you know, if they wanted to be firefighters in the first place, they should have never gotten to the life of crime. They should have just been the firefighters. Shut your bitch ass up. First of all, I say this all the time. Let's look at the situations that force these people into a life of crime. The lack of opportunities they had. It's hard to think maybe I'll be a firefighter if you're fucking hungry and you're starving and you got family to feed on top of all that. It's hard to think, well, maybe I'll be a firefighter if you're in debt because you was in school and now you got or you got medical bills to pay. 
because you got injured, you was working a job, you had a legit job. You got injured on your job and your job's a bullshit ass company like all these other fucking jobs out there and they didn't want to pay for your shit. They didn't want it. They, they, or they just let you go and replace you with somebody else, someone younger who could take more hits, possibly take more hits and, and, or be younger and not wise enough to understand their fucking rights as a worker. It's hard for anybody in situations like that to think, well, maybe I should be a firefighter. Typically, and I'm going to say this, and I might be wrong. I'm going to say typically people who either volunteer or sign up to be a firefighter are people who already had it in their mind that they wanted to be a firefighter. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are cases where there's individuals that's like, yeah, I just got this job because it was the only job that would accept me. But firefighters make $91,000 a year. Not the best, certainly not the worst. They de definitely deserve more. Not just the prisoner firefighters, but fire firefighters who aren't prisoners. This shit right here, California feels as though they're doing something right. You got Arizona uh, folks out there thinking they're doing something right. This is still bullshit. And again, something good can come from this situation though. If these men who are partnering life on the line to save other people's lives were able to do that, not only just get early release, but as soon as they got released early, because they already know the fucking job. They've, they, they've had real world experiences. Ain't nothing realer than fighting a fire your goddamn self and then... Going into a job of position to be a firefighter and saying, hey, I actually put out a forest fire. As opposed to some schmuck coming in and saying, well, I, 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 I can do the seven week training. So you gonna you going to take, you going to take Bobbert. Because he could do the training instead of Sam, who went to prison, um, fought fires while he was in prison, has real world experience with dealing with wildfires. If you ask me, only Sam could prevent wildfires. And he sure as hell knows how to stop them. So why not give the job to Sam because he's a non-violent drug offender? Because he went to prison? Top that off with people who are in prison for crimes they did not commit. Which happens all the time. Not some of the time. It's only reported some of the time. It's not a rare occurrence. It happens all the time. 
I don't have the stats to prove it, but I'm going to come out and say, I feel like every fucking day somebody is sent to jail or prison for a crime they did not do. Every day. Now you could come out and say, well, actually, the stats say this. Or you could come out and support my theory. The simple fact of the matter is, think about this. Somebody going to prison for a crime they did not commit. It's a nonviolent crime that they did not commit. So they're able to sign up to be a volunteer firefighter. They sign up to be a volunteer firefighter. They get their, uh, their, uh, they get their stay cut. So they get an early release and now they're saying, well, you know, since this has been a job somewhat that I've been doing for the past, I don't know, year or six years, I've been in prison for a crime I did not do. Maybe I should apply to being a firefighter because this is all I know at this point in my life, or this is what I know best. And then Sadly, that individual is told, nah, fam, you can't apply here because you've been in prison. But thank you for your service while you was in prison, risking your life, blocking off Kanye West's house from the fires. Making sure none of Kim Kardashian's ferns, furs got burned up in the flames and the wildfires out there. But nah, you can't apply for this job because you're a prisoner. It's fucked up, yo. It's fucked up. I don't see how anyone could justify that shit for me. Again, prisoners, psychopathic murderers, they deserve to be held accountable for their actions. And I can understand why there are certain occupations that will say, you know what? You can't do this shit. We don't want you here. But let's not act like nonviolent drug offenders or people who did not commit a crime, period, do not get the negative stigma of a criminal, of someone who is should not be a part of society, even though they did their time. They went through, um, quotation marks, rehabilitation. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I I don't like this idea at all, unless they're going to make major changes to it. Like I said, some good can, can come from this situation. I do think that giving these uh, prisoners a sense of purpose, especially saving lives, saving lives to me is I tell people all the time. And I know it's cliche because people will be like, oh, you know, it. but actually helping other people makes you feel good. It gives you a sense of purpose that you probably didn't know you had. And that's a big part of why I ha like helping people. Now, I'm not saying you got to risk your life like these firefighters are doing. In and out of prison are doing. To help people. 
you could go to safe avenues like a soup kitchen, maybe. You can go volunteer somewhere. You can volunteer at a boys and girls club. You can, shit, some schools let people volunteer as like a somewhat substitute teacher or whatever the case may be. As long as you're not a fucking weirdo and a rapist and a sex offender, you should be good. Um, but like helping individuals in general. That's that that gives people a, a sense of purpose in life. And I feel as though that's what uh the CDCR, whatever it is, right? Uh in Arizona, whatever their fucking acronym is for their prison uh system. Um I feel as though that's what they're gonna fall back on is we're giving these prisoners a sense of accomplishment. We're giving them a sense of, of pride that they've helped somebody. What about the pay, nigga? What about their fucking life? You can't pay the bills with a sense of pride. You can't feed yourself and your family with a sense of pride. All that stuff feels good, but at the end of the day, what doesn't feel good, you can feel prideful all you want. If your stomach is rumbling and you hungry... Your stomach going to speak louder than that sense of pride. Do better, America. Do better. Don't wait, wait, you going too fucking far, dog. That is a male. A 12-year-old. At 12, they don't even know, they don't even know what their next meal going to be. They don't, they don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything, at 16 and fall in love with her. But his dick be gone. How you going? Like, bro, it's, it's, you going too far, dog. Don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, bro, for real. If he going to be gay, let him be gay. But don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, don't address him as a woman, dog. He's 12 years old. He don't, he's not, he's not up there yet he, he hasn't made his final decisions yet don't cut his fucking dick off the way bro you fucking tripping dog you tripping dog you tripping dog <laughs> don't gotta dig old dog you tripping dog come on bro that <laughs> That man you was just listening to is Boozy Bad Al. Boozy. Um, telling Dwayne Wade not to cut his son's dick off or his son's daughter's dick off, right? His daughter. Let me use the uh, um, trans daughter. Uh, trans his kids dig off, man. No, in all seriousness. So, y'all heard me a couple weeks back. Some time ago, actually. Give Dwayne Wade the uh, Men Being Men Award because he supported his, uh, I believe his his son Zaya, uh, Zaya, uh, I forget, forget the name, the kid's name, sorry, um, but the the son 
wants to be uh, uh, wants to be a woman, right? Um, or live the life as uh, a woman, a female person, and uh, he is in full support and loving his child. However, the child wants to identify as, um, and I believe it's now come out, even though I still haven't seen Dwayne Wade say that his child is who was once his son is, is now, um, going to live the life as a 12 year old girl, um, but if that's what it is, that's what it is. Um, you got people like Booza Bayadale and other folks, transphobes and homophobes, but other folks upset with Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union for this decision. Um, upset with the child for making a decision at such a young age. Um, and I don't want him to sound like a broken record and, 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 and basically say what I've already said about this situation because I have spoken about this situation <clears throat> I do want to say because the only reason why I'm talking about it now is just to add the, the little nuance that I can add or feel as though can add to this conversation I know there's going to be people that are saying things like this is an adult decision and D-Wade's child should wait until they are at least 18 years old to make a decision on whether they want to live the life of a male or a female person, right? Um... There are other adult decisions children the same age make that a lot of y'all don't have problems with. Kids have sex as young as 12 years old. Some lie about it, but some actually do actually have sex as young as 12 years old. That's an adult decision. Deciding your sexuality at that age whether you are deciding to be heterosexual homosexual bisexual queer whatever the case may be is ultimately an adult an adult decision when you think about it in regards to not only sex but your emotional connection your emotional relationship with other individuals people don't have a problem with that if it regards a 12 year old boy making a decision that he is not only going to live the life of a straight man but he's going to have sex with women or vice versa a 12 year old girl deciding that she is going to live the life as a straight woman and have sex with men That's an adult decision still that people don't have an issue with. And if we want to go deeper, colleges, 
deciding what school you want to go to. Now, I wasn't deciding at 12 years old what school I wanted to go to because honestly, I didn't think I would ever get into college at 12 years old. But there are kids 12 years old and younger who are already hell-bent on, I want to get into this university, whether it be Harvard, Stanford, uh, you know, um, Howard University, and any school out there. It's typically a prestigious one or one that is popular. That's an adult decision. One that people typically make their senior year of high school when they are 18. Not 12 years old, but it happens. And once again, that is a, an adult decision that people don't mind kids making. These, Those are some of the most expensive schools I just named, by the way. At 12 years old, I don't see any 12-year-old unless you're Donald Trump's kid and you're not going to college anyway, or unless you are already inherited some type of millions of billions of dollars because your parents are filthy rich I don't see many 12 year olds being able to pay their way through a college and in fact most rich kids get college for free because they got that connections those rich connections anyway so they don't even gotta pay they got the means to pay and they don't even have to pay meanwhile the poor kids who just happen to be so misfortunate enough to be born within a poor family have to pay for college or they have to go to a lesser college because the college that they're dreaming about going to is too expensive for their parents or for them to pay for. These are some of the many adult decisions adults do not mind children making at ages such as 12 and under. But when it comes to a child who is going to live their life for as long as they live it, someone else has to have a say in how that child should live because, well, 12 is just way too young. I understand what people are saying. I understand the worries, the concerns people might have. But at the end of the day, that is that individual's life to live. If someone else's kid decides that they want to live a life at 12 years old or if they know they're sh- they're sure about it at 12 years old and let's just say at 16 17 18 19 they're like you know what I want to live a different life this life that I'm living now is not the life that I thought I wanted Well, they're alive, aren't they? If you're alive and you're living, you're very capable of making that decision, making those changes. 
And yes, there are some decisions that are irreversible in a way. But that person has to live with that. Not you. If you're somebody who has a problem with other people's decisions, mind your fucking business. Nothing up born. I don't see why anybody would have a problem with somebody else's lifestyle decision. If it's not, if even especially if it's not affecting them in any way, what does Dwayne Wade's son have to do with Boozy's son, Boozy himself, or any of Boo, anything related to Boozy badass? And I don't care that he got kicked out of a fucking Planet Fitness. He looked like a dweeb working out, number one. If you ever seen Boozy work out, this man looks like a dweeb working out. That's number one. Number two, um, they have every right to say we don't want somebody in our establishment that represents these thoughts because then it, it looks bad on them. Two people for saying this is this is the type of shit you allow here. So I have zero problems with Planet Fitness saying, nah, son, you can't come here. Boozy, you rich enough to have your own home gym. You're rich enough to have a fucking a garage filled with weights and shit so you don't look like a dweeb in public while working out. And I know people, oh, yeah, you, you, you talking all this shit about Boozy far away. You don't want to talk shit about Boozy. The man makes great music. I'm pretty sure he is a tough guy. Don't mean I'm going to hold my tongue and not say what I got to say. I'm not saying Boozy has to feel the way that I feel. I'm not saying he has to agree with Dwayne Wade's decision, dog. I'm just saying mind your fucking business, man. Because of Boozy's son, however old this dude is, and he coming out talking his wild shit. But however old he is, if he were to decide to get a woman pregnant, that's a fucking adult decision because he decided to have sex with a girl his age. And she ended up getting pregnant because she's at that age where it's possible to get pregnant. I don't see Boozy talking about some, no, no, you should have kept it in your pants, doll. You should put a condom on, doll. Why are you making adult decisions, doll? You should be, you're supposed to be wait till you're 18 to be fucking doll. I don't see him and anybody else taking up for Boozy doing that, making, uh, making statements like that. All I can see is, well, you know, Boozy, he's dead. And as long as the parents is going to be involved and, and, you know, shit can happen. And then they're going to bring up stories of young teenagers who've successfully raised a child. And they're going to possibly bring up their mother, their father, and how their parents are teen parents. And that's why they look so fine and young in their pictures and stuff. Because they're actually like 10, 11, 15 years older than their fucking kid. Um, but, you know... That's still an adult decision. It's the hypocrisy of it. It's like you're you're not really against this whole idea of a child making an adult decision. Call it call a spade a spade. You don't want another trans person to exist, let alone another gay person. 
transphobia. It's 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 uh, homophobia. It's what it is. Don't get on your high horse talking about some. I just don't want the kid to regret this decision. Even if Wade's kid d- decides at some point. I don't, I, you know what? I actually don't want to live the life of a woman. I actually do want to live the life of a man. Let that person decide that and worry about that. You worry about your life. If you're comfortable in your own fucking skin, living a life as a man or a woman, that's the life that you got to live. Worry about your own damn self. You know, with all these people claiming that they're, they're, they're so mind your business oriented you should no you not no the fuck you not to all the New Yorkers in the motherlands out there reacting to this but you claim that you live in the mind your business capital of the world no you don't or you're misrepresenting the mind your business capital of the world B So that that shit on dogs. Word to the motherland. But nah. It, this ain't your child. This ain't your business. That's how I see this situation. I understand the aspect of concerns of a child making an adult decision. Trust me, I do understand that concern. I just don't believe it when people say that is their concern. Because you, if you were to say that is your concern, you're not, you're, when these, when these young ass girls get on IG and dress a certain way or do adult things on IG, they're cursing up in their videos and shit and they're talking about adult things like sex, relationship woes and shit. And I understand teenagers go through relationship problems and stuff, but they talking about some shit adults go y'all laughing and kikiing at the oh my god she's so young and she's going through this shit and huh huh you glamorizing this girl on some R. Kelly shit man cause R. Kelly will probably make a case with well she's so she she she's she's so grown she she she's talking about adult situations age ain't nothing but a number come on now what yeah man my y'all fucking business people I'm not saying much about the situation because it, it that ain't my son that ain't my kid that ain't my daughter nah And certainly cutting it, just simply cutting the dick off is not a sex change situation, right? And for those who are saying things like, I I urge everyone to go watch Sydney Starr's latest video on YouTube. Um, You know, she's a transgender model. She calls herself the transgender diva, but she's a model, this, that, and the third, right? Model, actress, she does music, all that other stuff. But she said... She knew since she was she knew since she was six. Say that six times, but she knew she, since she was six uh, that she 
just was a woman. She felt like a woman. She wanted to live the life as a woman. So she was half the age Dwayne Wade's kid is now when she knew that. Six years old. She didn't start the transition until she got 18, 17, I think, in her late teen years. So she waited when she was 18, 19 years old. But still, if this is somebody who is of the community, somebody who is, who has firsthand experience with what it is like to be a trans person, still currently living the life as a trans person, telling you that when she was six years old, she knew that this was the life she wanted to live. What makes you think somebody who was twice the age that she was at six years old, who is now twice that age at 12, doesn't know? You mean to tell me a six-year-old and a 12-year-old don't know their ass from their elbow? They don't even know what they what food they gonna eat at tonight, dog. Yeah, when you fucking poor at 6 and 12 years old and you don't, your parents don't cook for you often because there's no food in the house, of course you're not going to know what what, what you're going to eat for dinner that night. But that has nothing to do with uh, sexuality or gender. That has to do with social class. Poor gay kids, poor straight kids, poor trans kids, poor uh, non-trans kids, poor by kids, poor queer kids, poor every kid has trouble finding out what they're going to eat tonight because there's no fucking food in the house. That's class. That's an issue with the class, with classism and people can say capitalism, whatever the case may be, but it has zero to do. Boozy's argument has zero to do with what he was trying to get across. He ain't the brightest man, so I ain't, and I'm not talking about skin tone wise, I'm talking about what's going on in his fucking square head. He ain't the brightest man, so um, it's obvious. But, uh, mind your business, people. That ain't your child, that ain't your kid, mind your business. Worry about your kid. If you're so afraid that your kid is gonna see, uh, do, gonna see, what Dwayne Wade's kid did or is deciding to do and think that your kid is going to do the same. How about be more supportive? Because nobody's just going to transition because of, well, Caitlyn Jenner did, but not everybody's kid is Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> That's number one. I highly doubt there are the, the cases of transgenderism. I highly doubt it. Highly, highly, highly doubt that everybody is going to transition for clout. I'm pretty sure, and it wasn't even just Sydney Starr saying this, it was the many trans folks that I've heard discuss this. They made this decision because it's how they truly felt. Not because they saw someone else do it and they thought it was going to be cool. Not because they 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 thought it was going to get them out of trouble. Not because they thought it was going to get them fame because they see a trend. It's not how it works. 
so if you're if you're out here and your excuse is well I don't want my son looking at what Dwayne Wade's um, quote unquote son is doing because I don't want my son to be influenced number one you're a horrible parent you're a horrible parent because why not support your kid but you're a horrible parent because if your kid is easily influenced by what other 12 year olds do then you didn't do your job motherfucker that's your fault it's not Dwayne Wade's fault that's not Dwayne Wade's child's fault that's your fault at 12 years old and I understand young minds are impressionable this that and the third but at 12 years old to make a decision like that based off of what some other 12 year old did one other 12 year old did that's in a limelight for doing. Meanwhile, all the other 12-year-olds are out here either fighting climate change, but your 12-year-old wasn't inspired to fight climate change. Your 12-year-old wasn't inspired to go on TikTok like the other 12-year-olds. Your 12-year-old wasn't inspired to, to I don't know, do what other 12-year-olds are doing online. But they saw what Dwayne Wade's 12-year-old does, did, or is deciding to do, and... You're afraid of that. Nah, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. When kids fall into peer pressure, they're doing what the majority of their peers are doing. So if the majority of the peers are doing something like fighting climate change, and then one person is changing their gender... And they feel like, oh, I have to do what these kids are doing. So let me do what the populists are doing. Guess what they're going to do? Fight fight climate change. Now you can say the reverse. Well, what if the peers are transitioning their gender? I think a 12-year-old is smart enough. Just like Sydney Starr at six years old was smart enough to know. If this is something they really wanted to do or not. So I'm confident that. No kid is going to jump in. Just like kids don't jump into political movements. Out of peer pressure. They're not going to make a decision like change their sex. Their gender. Out of peer pressure. Or feeling like they need to to fit in. Again, I highly doubt that will be the case. I'm looking at my in the my, my goatee in this reflection and it's glistening. Glistening. You hear me? Glistening. <laughs> but Mind your fucking business, people. Mind your business. Mind your business. If you got a beard out there, focus on your beard. Get it glistening, alright? Worry about yourself. Worry about your glistening beard. Um, ladies, if you don't got a beard out there and you you minded it is, make sure that pussy ride, alright? No, man, mind your business, people. Please, just do it. We still going, y'all. We got uh, about two more topics. <laughs> uh, this is a longer episode. It is what it is, though. I'm enjoying myself. Hopefully, you're enjoying listening to it as well. Um, 
But we're going to talk about this whole Houston Astros uh, cheating situation and just the controversy that's going on um, within the MLB, the Major League Baseball, for those who don't know. Um, So for a short story, the Houston Astros won the World Series, which is the baseball championship, basically. And it is, they are being accused of not only cheating during the World Series, but games leading up to the World Series. They, they are being accused of cheating, basically. How? Well, apparently they've had cameras looking at uh, the pitchers for um, various, like, 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 looking for signs of the pitchers and of the empire, the umpire, um, was, was given toward the, the picture. And, you know, once they gave him that sign, that's the type of pitch that the pitcher was going to pitch toward the batter, whoever was up, up to bat for the Houston Astros. So they wouldn't make a noise if, and I'm not unclear of, you know, I could look all this information up, but then I'm not. But um, they were basically making noise in the dugout and bang on something or something would drop uh, to notify the batter on what the fuck is going on, basically. Um, it was kind of like their way of using Morse code. <laughs> this is the best explanation I could I could uh, give for how the batter knew what pitch was, what type of pitch the pitcher was going to pitch before the pitcher pitched the pitch, all right? Um, before Peter Piper pit the pickles, all right? So, um, with that being said, um, they some cheating motherfuckers, and because they got exposed for being cheating motherfuckers, they are now doing what many cheating motherfuckers do when they get caught cheating is they lie and say that is not me on that camera <laughs> it wasn't me but um you know they're 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 saying things like oh my god this is a witch hunt we don't know why they would say that and they're they're basically saying that they're being lied on even though they're being caught on camera they're saying I am not that man. That is not me. I'm sorry for that man in the Houston Astros uh, wearing the same hat that I wear, wearing the same face that I wear, wearing the same color, same skin color that I wear, wearing the same uniform, batting the same way that I bat, running the same way that I run, um, smiling the same way that I smile, has the same name that I have, but that is not me. That is not me at all. So... There's people who are actually defending the Houston Astros, and then there are people who are rightfully so upset with the Houston Astros. There's this one guy who claims that he lost his career due to the Astros cheating. One guy who was pitching for one of the opposing baseball teams, and they let him go because he, in their eyes, was a terrible picture and pitcher and he hasn't had employment within the MLB ever since he been dropped because nobody wants a nigga that's gonna throw easy pitches to the opposing team so (laughs) uh, you know he's suing the MLB for that that's crazy (laughs) but um, yeah 
only reason why I'm, I'm talking about this is because I'm just in awe and wowed, really, about how many people are defending cheating. How many people are outwardly being blind to this scandal? Now, I I saw people the other day say things like, uh, cheating has always been in baseball. That don't make it right. That don't make it right at all. And then people going to bring up Barry Bonds because he's black and stuff and forget all the white cheaters out there or all that other stuff. But that don't make it right. Unless you make that okay to do in baseball. But if you're going to have rules and say people can't do X, Y, and Z. And then they do what they are not supposed to be done. What's not supposed to be done. Yes, they deserve to be punished for that. And if that means taking away a championship from them. That's 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 what it is. That's what it is. I don't see what's so hard about making that decision. It's going to make people going to say it's going to make the sport look bad. Motherfucker. Baseball was looking bad before this shit happened anyway. (laughs) This is the best thing to happen to baseball because people are still talking about it at this point. But, you know. It don't make any sense to me for, for, for anyone to defend this at all. You know, and, and people could say things like they defend Brady and the Patriots, they defend this, that, and the third, and they is not me, and I am not they. I didn't defend any of that shit. In fact, I'm probably one of the very few New England New Englanders who's not a fan of the New England Patriots because of there there are so many asterisks among the championships they've won or the the their the the amount of cheating scandals they they've been in. You know, but I'm not the type of person. And if it came out that my favorite team, the Boston Celtics, cheated in some way, yeah, I'ma feel a way about it. Now, if you're talking about some shit that happened years, 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 years ago, when when basketballers had them short shorts and shit, and you know they had color, it, it color TV wasn't even a thing, and they didn't even advertise games like that or or televise games like that, and and all that shit. Come on, come on, stop it. I'm talking about recent years. I'm talking about color TV years, people. <laughs> talking about as of recent if something is is being if a team a favorite team of mine of any sport has found to be cheating two years ago or what however ever often whatever yeah i'm gonna make i I, i'm gonna feel a will about that because it's like bruh this is not you know this is not something that i'm fly that i fly with The odd thing about it is, and that's why I'm talking about this, is I just think it's really odd that you got a bunch of grown men. And then David Ortiz comes out and he, instead of doing what the noble thing would be, is, hey guys, you shouldn't cheat. 
he calls out a guy for snitching on somebody who's involved in the cheating scandal. We got a bunch of grown ass men getting mad at other grown ass men for not continuing to lie or exposing the lie. You also got grown ass men worried about what a 12 year old boy or 12 year old person is going to do with their own life. Yeah, when when these when these these dumbass feminazis come out and say men are trash, y'all giving these motherfuckers ammo, man, because this is some trash shit to do. The lack of accountability is the most disgusting thing about this situation. Not even the cheating. If you go and cheat, at least come out and say, "Yep, that was me." When you get caught. Because honestly, I think cheating makes baseball entertaining. And I think steroids, if if athletes want to put their bodies on the line, because that's what they're doing when they're taking steroids or any other performance enhancing drug. If they want to put their body on the line, at the end of the day, it's their choice. It's not a choice I would make if I was an athlete, but it's their choice. They can't be upset at anybody but themselves when their body shuts down at 30 fucking five years old. When they are dead, God forbid, by 30 years old because they've been taking steroids since they were fucking 15. But in regards to other forms of cheating (laughs) in Major League Baseball... If it's always been in a sport, as baseball pundits, sports pundits say, why not allow it? Why not then say, well, this might as well be a part of our sport. Let's allow teams to tape calls. Let's allow teams to uh, take performance enhancing drugs. The only reason why you don't allow it is because you know deep down inside, if you have to cheat to win, you're not really a winner. So if you, if there's a part of your mind that's telling you this is wrong, even though the majority of your mind might be saying, win, 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 do whatever it takes to win. Even if that means taking this drug, even if that means cheating, even if that means using our own style of Morse code. But then there's a small part of you saying, this is not right. You either have to listen to that voice in your head telling you that it's not right. Or at least understand that if you are going to go with the side that is telling you to cheat. At least be man enough to say, yeah, I did it and I do it again once you get caught. Or if you don't, if you wouldn't do it again, at least still come out and say, yeah, I did it. And I understood what I was doing was wrong. 
and I still ended up doing it anyway. Um, and I apologize and I am regretful for this decision. If you truly feel that way, of course. But as I stated before, my biggest issue with this is not even with the cheating. Yeah, that's an issue with me and it is a big issue. And then like I stated, people who are angry with the Houston Astros are angry with how this situation is being handled have every freaking right to be angry. But my when I look at this, I see what's more pathetic than them cheating to win is a bunch of grown men who are not only defending cheating and trying to mask it as something else as you don't know the facts if you don't know the facts then shut the fuck up no nah the facts is all there it's on camera all right i know we getting into scary times where things could be altered on camera now but <clears throat> it's there man nobody is nobody is 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 photoshopping a baseball game to make it look like the Houston Astros did something wrong when they truly did. Astros don't got that 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 power like that. No baseball team got that power to where somebody wants them to look bad. The Astros aren't Bernie Sanders out here. People aren't conspiring to make sure that they look as bad as he does or try to make him look as bad as possible so people won't vote for him or to disqualify him from ever winning anything the houston asteroids ain't aren't bernie sanders yo nobody's conspiring against them they cheated they got caught they don't want to own up to it that's pathetic to me All the times I've been caught cheating on tests, cheating on whatever, I at least I was like, yep, whatever, man, punish me. Now, I went down swinging. <laughs> I went down swinging on some, yeah, you know what? But I did it because this is some bullshit. And I tried. I tried to make people see, feel bad for me. But <laughs> I went down swinging, all right? But at, when I was down, I was like, yeah, you know what? I did it. There was no way in hell that I ever tried to not try to, you know, even at young ages, it wasn't like, no, I didn't cheat. It was, fuck, they found me. But you know why I did it? And I gave them bullshit answers. But at least I admitted it halfway. Now, would I dare do something like that now? Nah. It ain't worth it. So, baseball, Major League Baseball, and people who pay attention to that shit, y'all got to make a decision. If this is going to be something that you accept because it sets a precedent that you accept, then you can't be upset if the Red Sox, the Diamondbacks, the, the Blue Jays, the anybody else does it, the Orioles, the uh, Mets. If any other team in the league does it, fair game baby you let houston get away with it it's fair game if any other state any other city from any other state wants to do it and get away with it fair game either that or you're going to punish the people for doing something that is against the rules that you claim it is against the rules so i'm gonna leave it at that 
on to the last topic. Alright, last topic. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about your man. Yes, your man's because y'all feel bad for this dude. Caden Bayless. If that's if that's even his real name, but not nah, if that's even how you pronounce his name, but uh Lil Dude. Lil Dude from across the street. Lil Dude from across the well from, from across the pond from across the map really i think he's based in australia wherever he is uh little dude from across the way uh depending on your uh your you know your your geographical setting um him and his mom or his significant other who is posing at his posing as his mother they scammed or reportedly scammed a lot of y'all not me into giving this man or this little boy um money to go to Disneyland because raising money for him to go to Disneyland or Disney World was going to stop the supposed bullying he was going through. As if, as soon as he came back with the Mickey Mouse ears (laughs) on his head or the Mickey Mouse hat with the ears, you know, on his head, if he was getting bullied, the boys at school weren't going to uh, slap that hat off his head step on it, destroy it, and then continue to beat him up. Or take the hat and beat him with it. (laughs) Shove it down his throat or something. Or just verbally abuse him by making fun of him and calling him Mickey Mouse or whatever the case may be. The trip wasn't going to stop the bullying. (laughs) Either motherfucking way. If he was getting bullied. Now, as far as him being 9 or 18 or whatever the age is, the fact of the matter is that the scam still happened. And we need to hold both parties involved in this scam accountable for their actions. And if you are one of the people who uh, foolishly donated to this dude, you can bless your heart because your heart may have been in the right place. You know, I don't see how, you know, your, your brain might not have been in the right place because I don't see how you think giving this man money was going to end bullying. But the only way I can see someone thinking that it would was if you were to think that he was being bullied because of his clothes and if you gave him money he could buy all the freshest gear and shit and all the kids would not make fun of him but you're going but doing that is playing into this mindset of materialism and you have to look a certain way for you to be valued and not be bullied or treated badly but billionaires are the problem not that mindset 
okay. Um, yeah, and the reason why I said I was not fooled by this because, um, because I knew the kid or I knew they were running scams or knew the person and I knew they were running scams. It's because I got this power that many people don't seem to have. Um, and this power is sometimes referred to as intuition. Sometimes it's referred to as a lie to a lie detector or a bullshit detector. When I saw a video of what presumably is or isn't a little kid, a little boy crying and staring into a phone, the camera on the phone and wishing that he was dead because he couldn't endure the bullying, the supposed bullying that he was getting. As someone who used to be bullied to the point to where I wanted to kill the bullies, thoughts of it never really carried out anything. Have I harmed, physically harmed the people that bullied me? Yeah, sure. Um, but I never actually killed one. But as someone who've been in this place like that, my mother did not react. Now, granted, when I was a kid, camera phones weren't around. But her reaction still was not to take out a camcorder and record it and then go up to the school and say, look what you all are doing to my baby boy. Her reaction was, if you all aren't doing anything about the bullying and he does something about it, well, you should have done something about the bullying in the first place because we came to you all telling you about it and and it hasn't stopped. That's what a good mother would do. So if a mother were to, her son, daughter, whoever, and their child is to the point to where they're seriously thinking about committing suicide or wanting to die because they are tired of the bullying. First, I'm telling you, the bullying never gets to an extreme. It's not just a one and done thing where it's like, oh my God, I was bullied once, I want to die. It has to get to a point to where it's gotten to a point where the person feels like it's unbearable. Like there were times where I felt like you the only time the only that the only thing that's gonna stop it is if I died or if they died. Because I'm not going to continue going to school every day or whatever and being in contact with these bullies and they and I'm not gonna continue living a life like this. And they're the ones that are gonna be taken out. So they won't be able to continue to do this to me. So That was my mindset. The thing is, it wasn't my mindset initially when I first started getting bullied. Like I said, it took some time and it took over. It it took a lot of time, actually. It took a time to where it it got to a level where it's like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. Somebody's got to die for this shit. And this is the same mindset this dude reportedly had. Or is given off as... It's, it, it, it's gotten to a point where it's gotten too far to where 
I don't want to live life like this anymore. Because ultimately, that was the, the, the thoughts that were going through my mind. I didn't necessarily didn't want to end my life, but I did want to end their lives. But ultimately, the same thought process is, I don't want to live this life anymore. Or I don't want to live a life like this anymore, to where I'm constantly getting bullied. Any mother, any parent has a child and it gets to that length is going to want to do something. Any good parent, I should say, not just any parent, because you got some crappy ass parents out here. Any good loving parent is going to want to make sure they dead this issue. They nip it right in the bud so their child no longer wants to kill themselves or kill anybody else. So when I saw that there is a mother who is trying to act as if though she cares about her child and she then makes that child look in the camera and cry and all that stuff and put on some act, something didn't feel right about it. Something did not feel right. I didn't, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I knew it was a scam But something did not feel right. Fast forward 20 hours later. When the news came out. When y'all found out. That. Because I I made a tweet about it. 20 hours before before the news came out. That you know it's a possible scam. Where people found out that this can be possibly a scam. Right. So a day. Almost a full day. Before people found out I made I said something ain't right about this situation I'm not saying I'm some prophet I'm just saying give me my motherfucking flowers bitch anyways I made those comments I said that I said what I said I don't take back what I said I'm not apologizing for what I said but I said it because that's how I felt it's it's now coming out that hey you know he he's really not nine years old or hey you know he 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 his parents or whoever uh they scammed this motherfucker they scammed everybody you know he's out here uh in his pictures throwing up gang signs he's up he's he's flashing money he is you know you know portraying a life of this that and the third and whatever the case may be. I don't know what is true and what isn't true, but this speaks volumes to how gullible people are. Again, to the people who donated because they really thought they were doing something out of the kindness of their heart. I don't want to make it seem as though I'm clowning y'all. Y'all's heart was in the right place. Y'all just got fooled. And shame on, at the end of the day, it's still shame on Caden and Caden's mother and or wife or girlfriend or whoever it is business partner whoever this woman is that's photoed along with him whoever this woman is who held the camera who is around Caden when he's doing some stuff or whatever the case may be um and they are scamming folks shame on them yeah I did see an IG today that was supposedly his 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 IG and his personal page, and he's got his cash app up there. 
money money isn't going to stop bullying people. Rich kids get bullied at school. They got money. They got their latest rich kid apparel. They're still getting bullied. I'm at the point in time now where I'm like nothing is going to stop bullying because it's a part it's an ugly part of human behavior. Now I'm not saying it is right. I'm not saying we should ignore it. But it's it's not like something you could throw money at and say stop it. Oh, let's let's do some research into stopping it. You can do research on bullying, on why kids get bullied, you know, this, that, and the third, the, psych- the psychology of a bully, the psychology of people who are getting bullied. But you can't do research on how to stop it. Because trust me, there's been people who've named many different avenues on how you can stop it. You can fight back like I did. That didn't necessarily stop it. And oftentimes it makes it worse. You can ignore it, as people will say, if you ignore other solutions, I mean other problems, then those problems will no longer exist. That doesn't work. You can try to reason with bullies. That doesn't always work. Every every avenue Pete that was told to me, every avenue that was told to everybody else who's been being who who has been bullied. That what they should do doesn't always work. Yeah, there have been times where I fought back and it worked. And there's, there's times, like I stated, when I fought back and it didn't work. Yeah, there's been times where I tried to ignore it, and then over time, it, it they found some other person to uh, bully because they was just looking for reactions. Yeah, and there have been times where I've reasoned with a bully, and I tried to, you know, talk to them and tell them what it, why it's wrong, and it's worked. And then there have been times when I did that and it didn't work. So there's no one set way. It's what I'm saying. As somebody who experienced this shit, there is no one set way that would dead that shit. Like there is with certain diseases, certain illnesses, certain whatever, right? Well, if you do this, this will stop this. If you do this, this will end this. You can't do that with bullying. So tossing money at the situation is not going to do it. And like I stated before, if you thought, well, he's being bullied because he has a certain look. And what if we bought him clothes or gave him money to afford him material things that might make him look cooler or better looking so he won't be bullied. That says more about your mindset and where your mind is at than anything else. Because you thought once again, and and I was getting bullied and, and made fun of with the freshest of Air Force Ones on. Sure, when when I wasn't wearing name brand and shit like that, I would get bullied for that. But again, as someone who experienced it, niggas don't, some people don't care. 
some people aren't bullying you because of your clothes. You can have the flies, the fat farms and, and, and felines and stuff and whatever. <laughs> I'm naming shit that was popular when I was a kid, people. But you can have all that shit on. And still be bullied. So, to anybody who donated to this person, kid or not, and thought, well, maybe if we 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 could afford him some LeBrons, get him some some Kobe's, rest in peace, get him some Jordans, then they would stop bullying him because he's not wearing his fucking bell bottom, uh, you know, uh, Mormon shoes. Okay. That's your mindset. And those are the people who probably bullied kids for not wearing name brand. So they they're they're trying to fix their karma some way by bullying to Caden Bayless um, by saying, well, if I was a kid, I would bully this motherfucker because of how he looks. So let me fix my karma and <laughs> donate to him because I don't want him to be bullied like the way I bully kids for the way that they look. And hey, that's somewhat of a sweet gesture that you want to rectify the wrongs you did as a child. But your mind still hasn't really changed. You're still holding value on someone's looks, someone's possessions. You're still giving off the message that somebody who isn't dressed in name brand or isn't dressed a certain way deserves to be mistreated rather than saying this person deserves to be respected no matter what they have on their feet no matter what type of sweaters they wear no matter if their belt is a Gucci belt or not so you're, you're there, but you're really still not there. And again, this is only for the people who donated because they thought that was going to end the bullying. Or they thought, you know, he was being bullied simply because of his clothes, if that is the case. Again, to those who bullied because they, fe- I mean, who donated because they felt bad and they wanted to do a nice gesture and they saw the uh, the uh, uh, GoFundMe, whatever, the crowdfunding thing, and then they saw his cash app. Man, again, bless y'all's hearts, but goddamn. As far as this goes, absolutely not. I don't, I don't, I don't, because I don't want to make it seem as though I'm just laughing at y'all. <laughs> And, and, and praising Caden and whoever this woman is, right? Um, he does not even look 18. I grant it, he, he does look like somebody who uh, you never know because of whatever health condition that he was born with. But at the same time, he doesn't. I haven't heard him speak. I, in, in fact, that video, I don't press play on that video. For one, I don't even watch it. When I first saw that, when I first made that tweet, and for those who follow me on Twitter, you may know what I'm talking about. 
When I first made that tweet, I did not mention the dude's name because one, I didn't know his name. But all I basically said was, so a mother is, you, you see your kid crying and your kid tells you that they want to die because they are tired of being bullied. You hear that as a parent and your initial reaction is, let me take out my phone pull up the camera app, record it, and then say, okay then son, okay then daughter, say this again. But this time, don't look at me, look at the camera. Look directly at the camera. You see this thing right here? Look directly into that and say what you just said to me, to them, to this phone. Yeah, I, I think that's some fishy. And that was my initial reaction. I did not watch the video. I saw the video and I, I saw the video play. I saw the tears. I saw the face. I saw the apparel. I saw the caption. Whoever posted it, posted And I read the caption and I said, wow, okay, some fishy about this. And then I took to Twitter. Even if it was real, I can't watch videos of kids crying on camera comfortably. I'm sorry, that's just me. That's my thing. I don't feel comfortable watching people cry, period, on camera, to be real with y'all. If it's not in a movie or, or, you know, whatever. But I don't feel comfortable watching people cry on camera. And you can say, well, you felt uncomfortable because you saw him crying, so that means you fell for it. No. I saw something that looked like something that I would not want to watch, period, whether it was fake or not. I didn't need to read the caption for me to scroll. <laughs> In fact, part of me catching the caption was me scrolling down to say, I don't want to see this shit. Because I saw face looking sad. I don't want to see it. Scroll down. Oh. The caption caught my attention. Not the video. And then when I read the caption, like I told y'all, went straight to Twitter, tweeted that, tweeted that, continued on with my day. Didn't think anything of it. Literally a day after, I tweeted that. I see a bunch of people... I see the name Caden Bayless. So I, I, I click on it. I'm like, who, who's Caden Bayless? And then I see people. I see the face that I saw. Uh, briefly saw in that video. And I see people angry. And then I see people saying things like, He's only nine years old. He's only 19. He's... Either or... <sighs> He didn't carry out this situation by himself. Now, I understand parents get their children to do wild shit. When I was working at uh, the grocery store, uh, my old job, parents used to get their kids to steal shit. And I'm not saying that the kid was left... Well, the kid was left off hook because security most of the time didn't let, let punish the kid. They punished the parent. 
But still, they were involved. So I'm not saying that they were involved in a crime. Now, would I rather have a family steal food from a grocery store rather than uh, a family or a couple or, you know, a crime duo scam a bunch of people into donating money to them? Just so they could flash it on IG and and, and, and uh, wear the material clothes. And that's another thing. For those who donated to Caden, thinking that the clothes is what makes the man. And as long as he wore some fresh shit, he was going to be all right in the world. He was going to get all the bitches. He was going to get all the praise. If you look at pictures of what he's rocking, he's got the Gucci sweaters. He's rocking expensive shit. A lot. Uh, he's, he's rocking all the name brand stuff. He's standing on top of luxury cars that he can't drive, I'm assuming. But still. Maybe the woman is driving those whips. Because she is of, and I hate using this term, but she is of able-bodied. She's able to drive those cars. So it would not be far-fetched for people to say whether this dude is 9 years old or 18 years old. For him to get all the money that he's getting. It would not be far-fetched for him to afford the clothes. The very expensive designer clothes that he wears. Or he is shown to be wearing. If they're out here scamming folks. It would not be too far-fetched to say she's she's able to afford these luxury cars with all the money they're getting for scamming folks. Ain't too far-fetched, man. But uh, I just wanted to share my light on that whole situation. Again, as far as the people who donated out of the kindness of their heart... I don't want y'all to uh, chalk it up as an L for sure, but at least understand that your heart was in the right place. And that to me is uh, commendable and you should be commended for that. So if you are listening on the Anchor app, give yourself an applause for that. For those who donated because, again, you, you thought... All he needed was some J's in his life and he'd be alright. Like I said, you're there, but you're not really there. For those who are still making excuses for the scam or still in denial, I'm not trying to convince you to think otherwise. Because there are a lot of people who are still like, no, he didn't scam. Alright, fam. Whatever the case may be, all I'm saying is, and for those who are just like me who didn't thought those shit was fishy also give yourself an applause I, I I feel I feel great knowing that there's other people out there who who are unafraid to question things and even if I was wrong and I questioned it and I said this is odd and it and, and if I and it turns out that this is actually going on He's actually being bullied. Because like I said before, he can still have that Gucci shit on and still be bullied. 
all bullying has nothing to do with materialism. I told you I was wearing the latest of Air Forces, Nike Air Forces and shit, and still was getting uh, bullied and shit. Those were my fight back years, but still, I had to fight a lot in the nice ass uh, Air Forces. I fucked up a lot of sneakers due to fighting in these nice ass Air Forces. So, just saying, man, like, it, it's not, if, if you really think bullying starts and ends with materialism, that just let me know what type of bully you were <laughs> when you was a kid. So, that's all that really says, but that'll be the end of this episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with Ernest. With your host, Ernest, or you love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Time stamps in the description box below. Listen to five minutes, ten minutes, or the whole damn episode. I appreciate the listen either way. <laughs> um, if you want to support monetarily, because I'm not scamming y'all. If you want to actually support somebody monetarily, because I know y'all got the money, because y'all gave this nigga two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I'm not even asking for months for that much. Two dollars is fine with me, but any amount is appreciated. Um, hit up the support tab that you will see anywhere you're 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 listening to this podcast. If you don't want to hit up that support tab, you can also hit up my cash app. And my PayPal will be linked in the description box below. Cash app name will be there as well. If you want to support, but you don't want to do so monetarily, that is off. also um, perfectly fine as well. You can just share this episode and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Your listen is greatly appreciated as well because that also helps out. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA lives matter. Black women matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans kids matter. Black trans men matter. Black men matter and you matter. I'm out. Peace.